Father, thank you for this word, God. As, as I speak as an ambassador of heaven today, God, I speak not of a man of the earth or of carnality, but of heaven, God, of the Father, of the word of God, speaking as, a, as an oracle, God, as a living epistle, God, as, as someone speaking to open the eyes to revelation and the spirit of wisdom and revelation, let it rest upon us, God, let it be upon us. Let these, these words encourage us, impart courage and faith inside of us, God. Let it impart wisdom, God. Let it impart that we can endure edifying, Father God, your church, God, sifting and seeking and setting the word to set apart the flesh and the spirit, God, to let us walk in the faith that you've, 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 you've poured out to us, God, liberally, Father God, and the wisdom that will go along with that faith, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, knowing that you are faithful. And without faith, we cannot please you, God. We want to please you in all that we do, God. Fear displeases you and faith must please you because fear is the, is the opposite of faith of God. We cannot be fearful saints. Saints are not afraid of nothing. And we're not sinner, sinners fear, but saints prevail. This message is called Faith is a filter. Faith is a filter. What saved me was my faith. But we know faith isn't what saved me, it was Jesus. But faith, it says, faith, by your faith you are saved. What healed me? It was my faith. But it was Jesus. Faith is just something. Faith can't heal you, but faith is Him. What delivered me was my faith. It was my faith in Him. Saved us was our faith in Him. What healed us was our faith in Him, but it was the faith. Jesus said it was your faith. It was your faith that... So... Our faith activated Jesus. So it was our faith that activates. So it's what we did, our actions, opened the door to Jesus. It was the faith that He heard. It was the faith that He felt. It was our faith that He moved. It wasn't the need. Because if it was the need, He'd be moving all over the world because the world is in such need. If it was the need, he'd always show up because there's need all around us. If it was the need, then we wouldn't have to have do anything. But it was our faith, because without faith we cannot please him. We're going to go hopefully deeper into this because I preached on faith lots of different times and different, different teachings and different things. But we want to go to another level in this faith walk because as we see through this time and space and in reality, where we're living right now, we know many Christians don't have much faith. And a lot of faithless Christians are pointing their fingers at Christians with faith and trying to make them question their faith as being radical or out of line or wrong. But what do you think God thinks? I'm not going to go by what man thinks. I want to know what God thinks. And His Word tells us what He thinks. Because if we know Him, we know His Word. And if we know Him, we know His heart. And if we know His heart, we know what really pleases Him. And we know 
what pleases Him moves Him. And what moves Him is our faith. What is going to protect me and you and us is our faith. Because if it was just Jesus, automatically, then He would just be everywhere. He'd be like Captain America, right? Finds out there's a problem, and there he goes. And then he throws his shield, and, do, 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 and it comes back to him, and he, he does everything for us. But no, he says that I've given you the power, I've given you the authority, and I've given you a measure of faith. Every one of us have the same measure of faith, but he says it's our duty, it's our job, it's our right as kingdom citizens to increase our faith day by day and all the time. Faith is, let's see where Jesus said, Luke 7, 48, 50. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they sat at meat and began to say within themselves, Who is this that can forgive sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith saved thee. See, it was Jesus that did it right, but he said, Thy faith saved thee. Why? Jesus could have said, I just saved you. It is me. I'm the one. But he says, Thy faith saved you. Thy faith saved thee, go in peace. And then Matthew 9, 28-30, I'm just laying a kind of a foundation of faith, but this is not even what the message is going to be about today. And when he had come into the house, a blind man came in him, and Jesus said unto him, Believe you that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yes, Lord. And their eyes were open. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, Let no man know it. And he said, your faith, goes on to say many times, even the one that was delivered, your faith made you whole. Your faith healed you. Go and sin no more. The woman said, it was your faith. Paul used also the teaching the things in the natural. He says this. Remember how we've been teaching a lot of things in Revelation and last week, two or two weeks ago about Killing the prophet says, he said, Leviathan's like a lizard. And all of those things that he used had some type of venom. And he called the religious people a brood of vipers. So Paul, even Paul and Jesus would always use things of the world to make us to, to figure out what these things look like in our natural mind. So Paul goes here in Ephesians 6. Everybody knows this so well. And many religious people try to wake up in the morning and like put on the armor of God like, it is Christ. It's faith. It's actually faith. It is Christ, but it's our faith in Him. It's the whole thing. Faith in His righteousness. Faith in His truth. Faith in His salvation. Faith in what He said to us. And faith in Him. So, it is faith, not in our works. Our, it's, it's not in our works of the flesh, but our works in faith. Our works will show us that we have faith. So the works that we've seen are, are works that identify our faith. So he says this in Ephesians 6, 10-18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God. There was no armor that when I got saved, you know, whatever church, you went up front or whatever you did, and say, all right, go there and locker 20, whatever your, your Christian number was, and get your armor out. It's the Word of God is what he's talking about. It's the believing and the continuing, continue on believing. 
See, in false grace and false religion, or in, 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 in the carnal churches, it's all about a one-day salvation. Now let's just wait for that day and live out our life and try to be good people. But God says the only way to please Him is to live a life full of faith. Whether you live or die, you live by faith. That's it. That's the only thing that pleases him. And it says that fear is the spirit of is is the sin of unbelief. So it gets really so he says, put on the whole armor of God that you can stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, you, can you see the devil? No, but you can see him in your spiritual eyes. You can see him through the word of God. What do you mean you can see him through? You can see him because the word of God identifies what he looks like, how he rolls, and what his, his intentions are, and what he does. So the Word of God is a lamp unto our feet. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against rulers of darkness, and against spirits and wickedness in high places. So we know for a fact that we don't see these principles, but you can feel them. You can see them in the spirit, in your spiritual man. It's discerning. You can discern. You go to different regions or different nations or different... You can, you can tell the, the spiritual climate around you because we are now spiritual beings. So Paul is saying, put on the full... And the wherefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand able to stand in the evil day. The evil day is every day that the enemy tries to come at you. And then there's one evil day towards the whole last day that you got to stand in your faith. And maybe it's the day that you might be taken captive or if the way things are going, maybe you're invaded by another religion and you have to stand in faith with the whole armor of God. And that faith is going, that sh it's not a natural shield. If there's a sword going to kill you, it's going to kill you. But you can, it cannot penetrate your full armor of God. It means even though your body might be dying in the flesh, your spirit man will live forever with Him. But if you let your spirit man die out of fear, because if you hand over your armor, invisible armor to the devil, you'll, he'll take everything to hell with Him. To stand in the evil, having done all, stand. Therefore, having your loins girt with truth. Who is the truth? Jesus is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Have your feet shod for the preparation of the gospel. This is your witness, your testimony. The gospel, the salvation, the cross, the faith in Christ. That's your testimony. Your faith in Him. The helmet of salvation. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The helmet of salvation means your mind is set on things above. You know who you belong to. You believe that you're saved. It's not by your works, but by your faith. Praying always with all supplication in the Spirit, watching the, unto all perseverance and supplication for the saints. That's why he said we do not fight against flesh and blood. So some people don't even believe that they're in a fight. They're already defeated. If you don't believe when you wake up in the morning that you're in a fight, 
you're already giving up. Because if you don't think you're in a fight, the enemy is not fighting you. Because if he, then he already has you. Because if you're not resisting him, you're giving in to him. And if you're giving in to him, you're giving in to the devil. Because if you're resisting him, then you become a problem for him. If you're resisting him, then you become a target for him. If you don't resist him, then he's already got you. Then he goes on to somebody else. He's not going to waste his time. So in carnality, if you live a carnal Christian life, you've already given over to the devil. Because the devil is the prince of this world. He is the spirit of this age and his, he is the spirit of this age. So, it's funny, even our president says, we're fighting the invisible enemy. Even they know that the things that we cannot see in the human eye can destroy us. And some Christians don't even see the devil that can destroy them. But even the president said, our invisible enemy. But our invisible enemy is the devil in the principalities and high places. It is the demons. It is the things of the world. And he uses the flesh and blood of the world. But the only time in religion in Christianity that is carnal is they want to see the kingdom with their own eyes here. So they want to see the government be Christian. They want to see every government of the world be like a Christian. They want to see uh, the Christian movies in the movie theater. But we need to see everything in our minds, not with our regular eyes, because our regular eyes will deceive us all the time. And it says, For we do not walk in the flesh, but if... For though we walk in the flesh, but we know we don't really walk in the flesh. He's trying to let you understand one thing, because we know that if Paul said we walk in the flesh, then he was a liar, because he told us to walk in the Spirit. And he said, if we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So what is he talking? Right now he's talking carnally. But we do not walk in the flesh, we walk in the Spirit. But we do walk in the flesh. So what he's trying to say is he's identifying that we... That we're walk, as when we walk in the flesh, <clears throat> we do not war in the flesh. See, that's what's going on. We want to war in the flesh. Well, that's what they did in carnal Christianity when the Protestants killed the other false Christians and went on and all that. They were, they were fighting in the flesh to try to keep a gospel. It's wrong. For our weapons of our warfare are not carnal... See, he's saying they're not carnal, but in the other, in Ephesians, he was showing you carnal things to give you a picture of a battle, to give you a picture of what it looks like when you have the full armor gone. You're protected by the blood and by Jesus Christ because of your faith. Mighty in God through pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing in cap captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. Every thought under, what he's saying, every thought under the submission to what the Word of God says. You might be thinking fearfully, but 
you need to submit that fear right away to, the, to your faith in Jesus Christ. You need to submit any type of fear that comes on you to the Word of God. Submitting your, anything that exalts itself above what Jesus Christ said. Exalts itself above what your faith says. Exalts yourself what the Word of God says. So, through the obedience of Christ, having the readiness to revenge all disobedience, when your obedience is fu- fulfilled. Do not look, then he says, do not look on the outward appearance. See, right there he says, But if any man trust in himself that he is Christ, let himself think again that he, as he is Christ, even as we are Christ. For though I should boast somewhat in my authority, which the Lord had given us for edification, for building up, for raising up of the saints, and not for your destruction, you should not be ashamed. So how do we fight so many people? So I was thinking too, like the world. It's an invisible enemy, but the world is using a visible filter over their mouth to try to stop the invisible virus, right? But we need to use the shield of faith to stop what? The fiery darts of the enemy. But where would that really be? It's not flesh and blood. The enemy's not throwing things. He's throwing things in our mind that can actually affect our spirit, man, that can actually affect our flesh. Because if I live in fear, I will begin to eat the words of fear and I'll begin to be unfaithful and I be in, and what I fear, like what happened to Job, might come upon me. So basically, what he's saying is, the filter of your mind. Now, why I say filter is because no matter what, I cannot stop somebody from telling me the bad news of the world. I cannot help it, people telling me what they think or their opinion all the time. It's going to come in. We live in the world. We live. Paul just said earlier, though we walk in the flesh, so what is he trying to say? The filter is what I'm saying. This message is all about your filter is your faith. So whatever comes into your mind, you have to filter it through faith in Jesus, in, in the Word of God. So you, it's like uh, if you go to, to go skim something, you filter out all the time. You're filtering out. It's coming in. Oh, bro, you can't, not, you can't put your head on the sand. No, you can't. But many Christians are doing that because they just don't pay attention to it all, but it's actually getting in there because they're not really filtering it because the things that are coming in, their actions and their life has been demonstrating that they're actually believing a bad report. <clears throat> they're actually believing the reports of the world or of the devil or of the enemy or of lies or of CNN or of the news or whatever goes on. Now, we should... Sometimes you need to hear the things of the world so you can filter it through faith and see what's going on in the Bible, but you do not receive them as truth, even if it's a fact of the world. Because a fact of the world doesn't mean it's a fact to you. right? The world could say, three out of ten people are going to die now from this virus, but you say, no, but not me. I'm, not. I'm one of the seven for sure, so it doesn't matter. Even though that's a fact because... 
but I am, I am in the world, but I'm not of the world. So that might be a fact to them, but it's not being, but it's good to know that so I can know how to pray and know how to speak faith and know how to pull Christians out of that, that realm. Filter. So, shield of faith. Think of that. Well, you have, not us, we don't, we shouldn't, but whatever. A mask on, right? What gets through that? What you want? Air. We need air to breathe. What, what should ever come through your shield of faith? Because it's the shield of faith that stops every fiery dart of the enemy. Well, where is the actual enemy? He's trying to penetrate your heart and your mind. So if he can get in your mind, then he can get to your heart. And he can poison your heart even about people. Offenses and everything start in the mind. You start to think negatively. Negativi neg negatively. Oh, there it is. Negatively. About someone or something. And it starts to corrupt your heart. And the enemy's pull it, so is your heart. And then it starts to come out your mouth. Then the enemy actually starts to use, and he's using Christians all over the place to speak fear instead of faith. And then they'll come out with accusations, and they'll come out with religious things just because they haven't learned to put on the full armor. They haven't even learned what faith is really. They think salvation is all about a prayer and sitting in a certain building, believing in a certain dogma. But actually... Faith is something that we live, breathe, and do. It is our being. It is our life. It is Jesus. In Him we live. In Him we breathe. In Him we have our being. In Him we have our livelihood. And we're not supposed to think of things on this earth. So, we ha good things have to come in our mind. And we just, even though they all come in, we filter them to get into our spirit. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. But you can't just say, it'd be great to have a button that anything that's negative and lies that never come in. But it's impossible because we walk, he said right here, we walk in the flesh. But we do not war against the flesh. But he also said, walk in the spirit that you will not fulfill the law. So we walk in this body, but we're walking in the spirit. So if you start to, if you, but if you allow, or you take your filter down and you, you have no faith, you're going to be walking in the flesh and also fulfilling the lust thereof. So they go hand in hand. The filter that comes in your mind and heart is guard, guard, filter, guard your heart. For out of it flows the issues of life. So if bad things get in, it's because you didn't filter the bad things that were trying to get in. So what comes in must go out. And they usually come out of your mouth. Because the Bible says the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. So the devil's been using many Christians to hurt other Christians, destroy other Christians, and to send demonic Leviathan, witchcraft, and other things on Christians just because in their mind, they think they're right. In their mind, they don't understand. They are carnally minded. They separated themselves from God, knowing that the weapons of our warfare are mighty and pulling down strongholds, not agreeing with strongholds, not agreeing with the spirits of this age, not agreeing with the news on TV, although we have to watch these things sometimes to know what's going on, to have a reality of what to pray for, what's going on, what we can do in the natural because, you know, we don't get a movie every night and a dream. And the enemy will come at night, too. To, and the more, more revelation and abundance of truth that God brings to you, the enemy will try to come and distort your thought so you feel confused about things. 
But there's no confusion in faith because he is a rewarder of those who diligently black and white. Religion will try to gray everything. Well, maybe, okay, just because or you got to do this or that. No, it is faith. Casting down imaginations. So what is he doing? Do not cast them down. They come in, filter them. Filter. Shield of faith, right? The fire, every fiery dart. Well, we know the enemy could come from the back, and I have my shields here. I can't see. He's trying to give you a thing. I mean, you can see wherever they come through because you, you know every dart that hits you because they have to go through your mind first. Do you, does it line up with the Word of God? Then you, it's, you block it. You don't receive it here in your heart because once you receive it in your heart, your whole life starts to follow. There's a lot of Christians that are afraid. Somebody just this week came up freaking out because they're finding out going on. Somebody talked to them that wasn't somebody of the Spirit. And they're crying and freaking out. God loves me. He was not going to let me. Because this is why we want people to know the Word of God. Because if God loves you, doesn't mean you're not going to be persecuted. doesn't mean you might not get your head cut off. It doesn't mean you're not going to go through tribulation. Just be, But you got to know that God loves you so you know that He loves you. So whatever you do, you know He's got you. It's a whole different thing. Philippians 4, 6-13 says, So how do we resist or filter these things? When a fiery dart of the enemy comes or a lie, or it can come through people because... The, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but the devil uses flesh and blood. He uses false preachers, wolves in sheep's clothing. He uses news people. He uses whomever he wants. Family members, some people have the best intentions. They don't know what they're doing because he makes them speak into a natural realm. And what they speak might be the wisdom of this world, but to the word of God, it's foolishness. And they'll say, well, you got to use wisdom, but... Let's get into that a little bit too in a minute. But he says, be careful for nothing. For nothing. Be careful. Not, don't worry about nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, thanking God with your request be known unto God. Having what? Peace of God. Right there. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall guard. If you lose your peace, that means you've allowed a... a um, fiery dart of the enemy in through somebody or something and that is your job god if god could do it he would protect everybody in that realm but he gives it to us that's what doesn't it's this i'm not talking about it's this is for you to walk in the spirit for you to walk in peace for you to walk in joy you cannot be meditating on the darkness surrounding all the things that are about to happen and are happening you have to have your peace to be able to be affected to God. The kingdom of God is where you're supposed to be, have your mind, heart, and body. What do you mean body? Well, it says the kingdom of God is at hand. So if my heart, mind, and body, when I'm walking in the spirit, I'm walking in the kingdom of God. Finally, brother, oh, it says, passes all and send that you should keep your hearts and minds, keeping your hearts and minds, Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, the truth, whatsoever things are honest. Now, I'm not talking about the truths of the world because the facts of the world are not always the facts of the Word of God. Right? 
The facts of the world says, well, you might be sick, but Jesus says you're healed. And if you say you're healed and they say, well, no, look, you have a fever. No, but I'm healed. That's a fact. You're healed because you're in Him. You might have a symptom of the world, but your faith in being healed will bring you on. Your faith of salvation, you cannot... What do you mean you're, you're saved? You're saved by faith. The, that is the truth. You're saved or you're not. Well, you don't look saved because it's not something you can, can, you can see. It's something you believe. So, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any truth, if there be any praise, think on these things. So, meditation on the other things are going to make you have fear. Meditations on the other things are going to make you have no peace. Meditation on the wrong things will make you sick. Hope deferred make one's heart sick, the Bible says. So our hope is in Jesus. And that's the hope we're supposed to be giving to everybody around us, no matter what it looks like. What is the hope in you, the Bible says, right? It is the truth. And as Joe said, something that I had never heard before, they were, even the church, some church or whatever it's called, they are the way. Why? Because they are the living examples of what we see in the invisible. We are the actual manifestation of <coughs> Christ. We are the manifestation of the church. We are the manifestation of what is written in the Word. A lot of people go, oh God, prove God. All the time, go on Facebook, the atheists come and these people put nasty pictures and all this trying to, trolls come on all the time. That, Where's the proof? And I was like, I said, you're looking at it all the time. We're the proof. We are the proof of who He is. The church is, should be the greatest sign and wonder. And, and us attributing that, the other signs could follow. But it's us they follow, right? It's not going to be the world. And it cannot follow the invisible. It has to be something that's manifested in the natural to be seen in the natural. So the evidence of what we hope for happens when you say, preach the gospel, and this person gets healed. You cannot see the healing, but they're healed. How do you prove it? You don't. He, the gospel doesn't have to be proved. It just has to be believed. See, that's why I hate religion. They want to always try to meet people at their level and prove it to me. But when you start to try to prove Jesus to people, you get in debates, you get in science, you get in all these things because He has to prove Himself. You can't prove Him. All you do is show Him the proof in your life. All you do is show them the Word of God. You preach the Gospel and if they're ready, they, they'll see the proof. He'll reveal the proof through their faith. If they don't have faith, He'll resist them. Without faith, you cannot please Him, and God resists the problem. Many people are sent by the devil to waste your time, and you, be, you make them your... It says, do not throw your pearl before swine, lest they trouble. You make people your assignment when they were never the assignment from heaven. And that's what religion does all the time. And, and people that we seem, oh, but it, you know, they are my family member, they're this, but you've got to be led by the Spirit in everything that you do. You'll never have peace. Our peace is in our divine place and will of God. That's where you find your peace, and it's in the kingdom of God, walking in the Spirit. So he says, how do we filter out? We think 
on the good things. We think on eternity. We think on the things above. We set our mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. That is how we walk in faith. Those things which are you both learn, he said, think on these things, think on lovely things, things that are of good report, of virtue and the praise, and the things that you've learned and received and heard and seen in Paul. Not Paul. In Paul. The things you've seen in me, he says. And do, what do you mean you can't see it? We see with our spiritual eyes. When Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, we couldn't see the kingdom, but it was him. So God actually did that very, very, very thing that we could see. Not only Paul seeing the armor of God now for the church, but Jesus was the kingdom of God walking on the earth. Jesus. So we keep our eyes on him and what he said in his words. Although we've we got to hear things that come in, we filter them by faith. By faith. But you lacked opportunity. Now I speak as, as respect of one of I've learned whatsoever state I'm in and to be content. I know how to be abased and how to be abound. See, he didn't, Paul was saying, I'm not going to react if I have more or less. I'm going to act the same because of God, my faith in Jesus. Whether I don't have enough tomorrow, tomorrow will be here. Jesus, he's re reciting really Jesus because he's, he didn't really walk with Jesus, but he said, Jesus said, do not care, uh, cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. Then he says, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own work. Look today in faith. Stay today in faith. Tomorrow is already taken care of. If is, Today is always taken care of. It's always the future that See, Satan always wants to distract you in the future, but if you looked around, you're breathing, living, and it's when you start to look, start to receive the prophecies of the devil, which is the false prophets of Baal, and all the lying, and all the news, and all the things that, that are for the darkness, you begin to live in, without peace, because tomorrow we'll have it again. But he said it's sin. But cast your cares upon him. Keep your eyes steady on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. See, it's your faith in him. See, even it says, even on that evil day, stand what? That'll be the finisher of your faith the whole time. The author and finisher of your faith. He's writing wrote the Bible and he's got your whole life written out and you, he's the author of your steps in faith. Now I speak and now I sp and he says both to abound in base and instructed both to be full and to be hungry and to be abound and to suffer and to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Christians try to quote that all the time when they want to do something in their own flesh or they want to, to you know they want to have a master's degree and they can't even, they can't even count to ten. And I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. And they go on these, these soul requests of their flesh and their own ambitions and they're always struggling. Because he's, he's talking about, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me in faith. He's talking about in faith in, his, in the Word of God that says, says to me. 
If Jesus tells me to stay here, I stay here because He's going to strengthen me because I'm in obedience. You can't be doing your own will and think that you're going to, have, that you're going to be strengthened by Christ because once you get in your own will, the fiery darts will come from everywhere because you're out of His will. In His will is His protection. In His will is His peace. In His will is the kingdom of God. <clears throat> See, Paul was not taught. There was persecution around Paul all the time. There was betrayal, hardships, the coppersons, all the people. He didn't mention in the letters because he probably didn't, he didn't realize there's going to be the New Testament telling the churches about this guy and this guy. This guy, uh, coppersmith, left me. And this one loved the world more than following Jesus and prayed for them. <clears throat> but it was, his faith was his filter. It wasn't what he was seeing. Yeah, Timothy. That's why he's telling Timothy, put on the full, remember, for the laying on of hands, what you have in you. Stir up that. What you cannot see in the natural, that is really what you have. Obtain it. So our faith is our filter. So our faith is that shield. It says the shield of faith. But it's a filter. Because we don't let it get into our spirit, man. Because it'll get sick. Fear will make you sick. What gets, what, when we don't filter things, what, what do we need to filter? Lies, fear, unbelief, witchcraft, accusations, and all the things that the devil tries to throw away. 2 Timothy 1, 6-8. Wherefore, put in, how do you do it? Put in remembrance, remembering, remembering. That thou stir up the gift of God that is... This is what I was just talking. Which is in thee by the putting on of hands that God has given. God has not given us. Obviously, the letter that Paul sent to him, I love, I always say this, I love to got the, the letter that he got from Timothy. Because we'd see how, how human we really were. We'd see how not awesome Paul is really, but he's speaking, he's encouraging Timothy in the invisible realm. He's not having Timothy focus on this age. See, the problem with religiosity, we focus on this age all the time and we live a double-minded life. We live unstable. We live in fear. We live in doubt. And we never see our prayers being answered because we're shaken. We run around with, with getting vaccine shots and, and wearing masks and do whatever they tell us to do. And then the religious people will go back to you and say, well, God gave us wisdom. Well, yeah, He gave us wisdom, but He also said, without faith, you cannot please Him. So I think, radical faith or Trump, you're being stupid. Well, the, oh, if Peter would have been, Jesus said, come, and God told us to follow the Word of God, believe the Word of God, and what Peter said, what? If you be Lord, come. Jesus said, come. All them were like, it's a ghost, not a guy. No, that's not God. Everyone will say, that's not God, but you know God and you know the Word of God. Maybe a lot of them don't even know the Word of God because they're just religious. And then everyone on the boat would say, Peter, what are you crazy? There's a storm. You're going to drown. Don't go out there. God gave you wisdom. Remember, Jesus just preached on wisdom uh, last week. Peter, that's not wise to step out on the water. You know, man cannot walk on water. He stepped out. And then 
faith was activated. See, nothing's going to be activated when you always want to put wisdom in the place of faith. Faith activates pure wisdom. Because without faith, you will not get the wisdom that you think you have. Because without faith, you cannot get the wisdom of God. It's faith first. Faith is the evidence of the wisdom you get. Faith is the evidence of the manifestation. So faith... See, if you stop believing in Jesus, you'll, you won't have any type of wisdom. Even if He gives you the gift of wisdom, it'll be contaminated by the Spirit of this age. Even if you gives you a healing gift, it'll become your gift. Even if He gives you any type of gift, the devil can make it his gift and use it for his kingdom. So the wisdom, He talks about the wisdom that comes from above, that does not exalt the Word of God. So the wisdom that we want is, even when the foolish virgins say, you're being foolish, you say, no, I'm not being foolish because I'm wise, because I'm having oil. And this is going to get, it's going to please my father. And even if it doesn't, you think he's going to be angry at you that you believed him? That you believe the written Logos letter when all of them are not because they got to make an excuse for being uh, unfaithful? Because they have to make an excuse for their unbelief? So they want to take scripture out of context and bring confusion to you? Yeah, it's called blasphemy of the Word of God. Blasphemy of, the, And then they'll say, well, it's not a faith movement. No, it's a relationship movement. It's a relationship movement. And it says this, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a, and a sound mind. So we say what? Okay. Do we stop doing what we have to do because... Our environment has changed. Did Jesus say, Every, my word is, 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 is acceptable or bows down to this world or this age? No. This is for any time, all the time. The word of God is not bound. Do it in prison. Do it locked up. The word of God is the spirit of God. So, we have to never exalt man's wisdom or man's reality into the reality of the supernatural, into what Jesus is. Because it is, it is a faith killer. You cannot be double-minded. You will not receive nothing. Yeah, of course you're not. Well, I prayed for healing all the time. Yeah, but you only prayed for healing at desperation when it was only your family. You only prayed for healing when it was out of panic. It wasn't out of faith. You only prayed for healing because it was desirous. It was... It was about your own kingdom. But you weren't, you, you're, you don't pray for healing all the time because it's who you are. You do it in the, in, in the realm of this world and it's religion. Hebrews 11:6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe. How often do we come to God? All the time. Comes God, he must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Well, well, what's a rewarder? A brand new car? No. A rewarder is what you ask for. A re if I want a rewarder is how do I come to God? Do I push alarm code? Do I have a secret? Uh, um, don't want to say that because then it'll be, oh, 
um, a secret code name, Yeshua Babaduda or whatever. Or, you know, I don't want to say that what the world uses because, oh, look, he said, eh. do I say that and the special door opens? What is it? We've learned through the first three scriptures. Faith. Come boldly to the throne of grace, even what, what you can't be bold without faith. If you're in fear, you, there's no boldness. You'll crawl over that groveling as a, as a dirty sinner. And God's like, yeah, and I'm not pleased with you still because you know what? You messed up. Put, put your, you know, tighten your belt, dust your feet and come to me boldly for what I did and we're going we're gonna to get through this. But if you don't have faith, you have fear. And if you have fear, you have torment. And if you have torment, why? Because you're not filtering out all the, all the fiery darts of the devil. Through nighttime, through thoughts. I mean, I'm not telling you, he barely uses people, but he does. And when he does use people, you know, it's even double whammy because you're hearing it in the natural and in the spirit. It's like, you ever know if you read a book or you meditate on the book, but if you read a book out loud, sometimes you get more out of the book because it's like you're hearing it in two different realms. You're taking it in your spirit, but you're also hearing it in your carnal. So it's sticking there, so it's actually more powerful. And that's why God does not want us uh, Christians to be bringing accusations against other Christians. For it is impossible to please Him. We must believe He is a rewarder of those. Right? Receive a prophet, receive a prophet's reward. What does a prophet do? He speaks it. Be healed. Believe it, you're healed. And you have the reward of the healing. Believe it, you're saved. And what do you get saved? Believe the devil, you're going to hell. And you keep believing it, you will end up going to hell because it's what you believe is what you follow. And people think they just can, it's all about a prayer. No, it's about a following. My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So you filter out the strange voice all the time. Faith is our filter. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of the things moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world, which by which he condemned the world, and became an heir of the righteousness of which is faith. It wasn't, see, it, it wasn't the boat. Indirectly, it was the boat that saved him because, but it was his, if he didn't have faith in what he said, he would have never built the boat. You see what I'm saying? God, Noah heard God and feared God, not, not the world, feared God, and he did that tremendous work I mean and everybody around him said he was crazy what if he started to believe everybody around him what if Noah just started to believe all the mockers and all the ones say oh you're too right what are you crazy and no and no but no he him to to filter out all that all the time there was crowds around him they were laughing at him he and but those same people at the end you could imagine the the crawl marks and the the dents on the side of the boat when he had to shut the shut the boat and all the animals came in and they all the last purse 
we believe you now. And the water overtakes their head and they drowned. See, because they didn't have faith in what he said. Do, are we going to have faith in what he says? Or are we going to have faith in what it looks like? Because it never rained, right? Because we go by what never happens. Are, are we carnally minded? Or are we of the kingdom of God? Today I want to impart faith to you in a filter. You cast down imagination, everything that's all. Imagine. Imagine what? The full armor of God. So if a teacher, so if God's testing you, you're like, yeah, yeah, he tells me all the time. Oh my God. He's not. When God tests us, but the thing is, God is so good, he's the best teacher in the world. Why? Because he, every time we have a test, he's given us the Bible and he says, I want you to, how you pass the test is by believing the Bible that He gives you. It's open book all the time. And He doesn't even put a time limit on it. Because it, the more you get greater, it's going to be automatic. Faith is automatic as well. Because we know the book. And who is the book? It's Jesus. And how do we know Him? By faith. And how do we continue to have a relationship with Him? It's by faith. If we have fear, we shut the door to Jesus every time. And what do we do? We open the door to darkness. We open the door to the devil. Okay, devil, come on in. And people actually think that they can have two doors all the time and they sit at the table. I tell you this, Jesus will not sit at the table with the devil. You're going to eat from the table of the devil or the table of, of, of uh, I mean, eat yeah, from the devil or the table of the Lord. That's it. There's no, he, people, I, people in religion think there's like, they both sit at the table and the, when they get you know, tired of the, the living bread, they just start eating. There was two trees in the garden. But once they ate of that other tree, there was no more. they weren't able to ever eat until Jesus came back and were eating His flesh and drinking His blood. Now, to eat of the tree that they were supposed to eat at. But you see, just like those two tables right now and those two doors, we live in this opportunity time. We live where we can, we can still... Because God could have just said, well, why would I put that? I want to have the tree of life only. He put it there for a reason. Satan's in this world for a reason. To what? To purify your faith. To see if you're really a follower. To believe in Jesus. To activate the kingdom of God. And to please God. Because he does not want the robots. He has the angels already that obey him. And when they don't, there's no relationship. He wanted this. And Satan wants to destroy the plans of God. So the trees are still there. They're just in a different form. Fear and faith. What are you eating from today? Even if you watch the things or hear news, or my goodness, I get so many things sent to me, and if I get led to listen to one of them, but you see, I listen to it all. I see it all. See what's going on in the world. See what the enemy's up to. But I don't care. I don't let it affect me. Oh, 5G, okay, but I'm under the blood, okay? Good, I know about, okay, good, thank God I got saved. Great ammunition, great things now to, to help people to believe in Jesus. This is a great time because all of that's coming like crazy, showing why people need to get their act together. So I can hear it in my karma, but I don't receive it because my faith filters it out. And people end up becoming conspiracy Christians. Well, you can't become, because we are the preachers of the good news. Our preach, even though we 
expose the devil. We can see what's going on. We are called to be preachers of the gospel, not of the devil's plans. We can teach on the book of Revelation, but it's revelation to it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, but we turn into the revelation of doom and gloom and the devil. See, you have to keep him first, on top, and ahead of everything because we win. And if we don't think we win anymore because we're looking at our circumstances, we will live in fear. So we should pass the test because the book's open all the time. But when you begin, when the whole book's written on your heart, you don't even have to stutter. You filter out automatically. I'm living now in a time I'm filtering automatically. I get hurt when people accuse me and attack me because you get hurt because of that because it's not because you're believing it all, but it hurts you because it's not true and you don't like to be lied on. So what really hurts you is not that you think it's right. It's because they don't really know me because if they know me, they, it's not true. So that's what bothers us. It's being misjudged or misunderstood. Because we all want to be understood. No, that's not what I meant. But let God deal with that. Ephesians 2 8. 2 8 to 10. By the grace you are saved through faith. Through faith. And that it's not of yourselves, but the gift of God. Right? Through faith. It's not by works, lest any man should boast. For we are the workmanship created in the Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has ordained that we should walk in them. So he must use the situations to try our faith. See, what we do doesn't save us, but our faith in Jesus does. So our faith, but see, then God goes on deeper and raising up the body. And he says, well, don't say you have faith, but everything you do is in fear, because then you're a liar. He's like, don't say you love and don't, clothe the naked and help the poor because you're just saying so faith looks like something and it doesn't look like following the world it looks like following Christ in faith stones were coming at Stephen he said oh my god I'm not sure he had faith and he said and then God glory came to him and he started to see what he never saw before He'll use every situation to try our faith. You say you have faith, but I'll show you my faith by my works, right? And then the religious people say, you're mocking God. You're testing God. Don't test thy Lord, thy God. Wait, because I leave in the day and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go pray for the sick and not worried about getting sick myself? That's going to test God? Wait, I think he's going to be pleased because he's like, well, he's testing. But they'll tell you, whoa, you're testing God. How's that testing God? Testing God would be me going and doing something that's not in the Bible. Like jumping off a big building and saying, God, send your angels to catch me. Jumping off the Empire State Building and saying, that's testing God. But not following what he says in his word does not test him. It shows you believe him. Religion will twist your your mind and try to make you like them. You have faith. Mocking and testing is pleasing. It's a big controversy going on because you know it's going to be a big controversy when the when the, the 
when the Satan is sitting in the temple as God too. Because people are going to try to twist it. God is love. He doesn't want this. He doesn't. All of them are like, God wouldn't do this. Oh no, that's testing God. You don't do that. You're not going to do that. God wants you to eat. God, God, God. They, they say God, but they don't know Him because they don't know the Word. If God is, if God is testing your faith, though, James 1, 3 says, Knowing this, the trying, the testing of your faith works patience. <clears throat> what God would would please by being what God would be pleased by you being afraid of the circumstances of life. Right? Didn't he also say we depend on the Lord, we don't fight for what if they they believe God, they left Egypt and ran and there's the Red Sea. Well, they believe Mo, uh, Moses. Now they say, "Well, turn back." No, it Moses had a Trust God and believe Him. And then what did He say? Did He say, "Okay, you guys are going to run, but you're going to lose all your faith because there's going to be the Red Sea." But then Moses is going to open the Red Sea, and then you're going to go through, and then He's going to close it and suck them off. None of them would need faith, right? They had to follow Moses, and then Moses had to activate that, which is the church. We have to follow the Word of God. The Word of God is the power of God unto salvation. So what they had to do? They had to step out. They had to say, okay, we're leaving Egypt. And it was all cool when they were allowed to leave Egypt. Then when they heard all the, all the horses coming, all that, then all of a sudden, what? Their faith was shaken. Now in these times of life, our faith, you're, yeah, all these radical Christians, look at them now. Right? Now look at them. We can't congregate. We got to sit here. We're wearing masks. We're afraid. We're going, I mean, my God, what's going on? Oh, you know, yeah, it's all cool. Yeah, when we have the best economy going on. Yeah, when you can be a Christian and, and do everything you want. When, when you're, no, yeah, yeah. What about per, real persecution? See, nothing's really tested until you have to test it. You're not being tested when everything is going great and you have no need of God. That's why he said, and that's why God's going to, allowing the things that are going to happen is because we, we need him. Radically believing Him. The Word of God. Everyone says they have faith. Everybody. Especially six months ago, ask everybody how great their faith was in America. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because everything's going good. But our faith is not saying we have faith. It's our actions of faith. Look, faith is not a voice. It's, it's not a decree. It's not an announcement. It looks like something. So we have to filter it because we do not want to contaminate. Right? So we want pure water, right? And we're getting water from the world. But there's truth in that. Or we're getting water, something coming in. What do we do? We have a water purifying system. And our faith is that purifying system that everything that comes into us is pure, lovely, and of good report. And we're strong. Faith is our filter. No matter what kind of filter you want to see, a mask, a water, because it's the living word, right? We, we filter out all the crap. Even if you hear a good message, you're like, man, that had a lot of leaven, right? Well, there's no leaven, because faith will filter out all the leaven. Everyone says that they have faith. 
Last verse, last passage, and, and I'm going to close. And I want everyone to sh- filter out. Live, because if you're not filtering, you're not pleasing God. How do you filter? You need to have the shield of faith. You need to know the word, first of all. So you put on Christ and make no, no provisions for fear. No provisions for the flesh. Walking in the Spirit. James 2, 14-26. What does it profit, my brother, when a young man said that I have that faith, and that I have faith, See, so what I said earlier, faith does not say it. A lot of everyone says it. Even other religious says, you know, uh, we're going to be for the faith. People have faith in all kinds of things. You can have faith. You can be real strong in faith. I know a lot of Americans, very strong in faith, in themselves. <laughs> That's faith. I have faith in the government. See, when you take the mark of the beast, you're going to have more faith in the government than you do in God. I have faith in my car. I have faith in my friends. I have faith. Man, I never met so much. I've never, in this time, I've never met so many people with so much faith. But in the wrong things. And I can't believe it. Wow, man, that guy's got a lot of faith and people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, man, they're, they're storing up, man. They just sold everything and they're, they're you know, oh my God. Wow, look at all that faith. They believe they're going to make, they have so much faith in themselves, they're going to get through whatever tribulation they got going to them. They got so much faith, they've built such a big barn and they think they're going to eat from it forever. They really believe in themselves. If a brother or sister be naked, we, I just said that earlier, so I'm going to skip ahead, and you don't do, then you can't say you have it. Even so, faith is not... If I have not works, it's dead, being alone. So what am I trying to say? If you do not filter, you will not have the works of it. What you filter will be seen really by what you do. People know that, that those that filtering, that those that are, have the shield of faith, and those that are allowing the, the devil to torment them. Even when the devil throws a fiery dart, you just take it out. Even if it gets by your shield of faith, then you need to get it out by the Word of God too. So let's say the battle's raging and you got a few darts that got in. Meditate on Him, get it, go, get in the Spirit, and it all goes. It all goes. Because things are going to get by once in a while because it just... I mean, no one's perfect in faith, but you have to begin to filter it by the, the shield of faith. Notwithstanding, give to those things was not Abraham. He says, those, he says, Thou believest that there is one God and dwells, and the devils also believe. The devils also believe and they tremble. Thou, O vain man, vain man. See, vain man, vain man, pride, pride. He's talking about that faith without works is dead. Was Abraham just... So in other words, whatever you're believing for will not happen unless you have faith. When he had offered up Isaac, his son on the altar... Seeing that how his faith wrought his works, and his works were made, his faith was made perfect. Your faith will be, be made perfect by what you filter out, by your actions. Because fear will make you do something that you wouldn't do in faith. 
fear will make you, I'm not praying for the sick because I am not going to get sick. But you going praying for the sick shows that you believe the word over the reality of the lying world. We need faith. Because we want to please God, right? Because we, we want the rewards. It all works together. All things work together for good. And even when you don't filter it, eventually it'll work together for good because God will get a hold of you and He'll turn everything around for you if you love Him. He said in the scriptures were fulfilled that Abraham believed God and it was imputed for him for righteousness. He wasn't, there's was no man righteous but Jesus. Remember, even before Jesus and even after Jesus, our righteousness is filthy rags. But it was even Abraham's faith that it was counted unto him righteousness. So it's Jesus that gets us into heaven and before him and everyone that lived by faith before Jesus got into heaven because of their faith in God. And he was called a friend of God. You want to be a friend? Everybody wants to be God's friend, but you can't do it without faith. See then that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Likewise also, and it goes on to say it, for the body without the spirit is dead and also faith without works is dead. We're not talking about Jesus, the works of salvation were done on the cross. But our faith activates every, everything that was accessed after the cross. Power, anointing, blessings, peace, joy, righteousness, the kingdom of God. Right? We, you get it? We got it. We're going to get it. We're going to filter it. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us to filter every accusation. And when we're, when we're accused, what I do when people start accusing me, I look to the source. The way I dig, I dig a little bit, a little bit. I go to go two pages and I look and I'm like, oh, if you got to do a little digging to look at the source, find the source. Because the source is always where it's coming from. They might say prophet so-and-so. They might pretend to be Christians, but look at the source. The source of life or the source of death. God's not... Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He does every fiery dart. He tries to get us into fear. Not that He can take our salvation, that He can poison us, bite us. See, a fiery dart is kind of like the venom that we were talking about, that the lizard had, that the snake had, that the caterpillar... Poison asps is in their mouth. The words that come forth cannot penetrate your shield of faith because you know Him. And He's a rewarder of you because you diligently seek Him. Because you believe Him. And because of your faith, He is pleased with you. And without it, He is not pleased. In our life, our heart is to please Him. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank You. Let's just decree right now. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I thank you, I thank you because I believe in your word. I have faith in you and what you did for me on the cross that I am crucified with you as well. I believe that you love me, that you have me, that you protect me, and no matter. When every fiery dart comes, comes. 
My faith in you will protect my life. Will protect my soul. Will protect my spirit. Because I want you and only you. Jesus, you are the author, the finisher of my faith. It is not me. It is not my works. But it's my faith in you that is followed by what I do that make you know that I believe you. Let our actions follow the Word of God as we cast down every high thing, every imagination, every lie of the devil. We, we tread on scorpions and serpents and every evil thing. Because we are the household of God, the tabernacle of God, not made by our own strength, not made by the hands of man, but made by the living God. And He's breathing new life in us, life in these bones. These bones shall live and believe the Word of God is not bound. And God shall do everything that He has promised. In Jesus' name, we believe. And He rose. And we will too. Into eternity. And He will make us worthy of our calling. Worthy of our destiny. We trust in Him. In Jesus' name. Amen.